Join in hymn number 168, Be Thou My Vision. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Catherine, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated.
A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they have no peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proven them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out as sparks run through the stubble. So will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the second letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law, co- the law court of Christ, and each of, us will get <clears throat> each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the people, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will not be walking in the dark. They will have the light of life. He spoke these words in the treasury while teaching in the temple. No one arrested him because his time had not yet come. The Gospel of the Lord. Please sit down for a moment. At the head of the coffin today is a lit candle uh, that we call the Paschal Candle. It is lit Uh, at the Easter Vigil uh, and from it throughout the year all those who are baptised receive in turn a lighted candle themselves. The idea of course is that the light of Christ is given to a person in baptism to travel by. It lights up the way, saves them from stumbling and of course leads them to their heavenly destination. And of course then uh, as at birth, if you like, uh, so is at death. When they die, the paschal candle is lit and positioned near the coffin. The light of Christ, it says, is with them in their life, and it's also with them in their death, with the promise of resurrection. In today's Gospel, we hear Jesus describe himself as the light of the world. And that is such a powerful image In the darkness of the world, we have light that shows us the way to save us from stumbling and to guide us in our steps. He will not leave us alone to our own devices, to our own weaknesses, our own shortcomings. 
he continues to give us light. There is indeed then something very comforting in all of this, for the hand of the Creator never leaves us. Through the winding paths of life, he gives us light to travel by, to guide us, and to point the way for us. A person of faith then understands all of this, that we are not alone, that we are not thrown onto an ocean of uncertainties in life, but there is the abiding presence of the Lord in our life that gives us comfort, reassurance, right from the beginning, right to the very end and the last moments of our life, and to the things that come at the end where we remember a person's earthly existence. Catherine, I believe, had that kind of strong faith herself and trust in God throughout her life. The light was given to her in baptism, and it was a light that was kept burning brightly throughout her life. Catherine, or Weenie, as you would better know her, uh, she was born on the 27th of February 1934. Her parents, Daniel and Margaret, her siblings, Eddie and Jean. She attended uh, St. Columbus, the church, and of course attended the primary school uh, in View Park, uh, St. Columbus, and then went on to the Elmwood Convent School uh, in Boswell. In her working life, she worked uh, for the GPO uh, and then retired as a telephone exchange supervisor in the east end of the city at Duke Street in Deniston. She lived all her life in the same place, in Langside Avenue in View Park, and in retirement was a daily communicant at St Columbus nearby her home. The family, I believe, led a very simple life, and she herself was very simple in her style of life too. Holidays were spent very simply a caravan in Presswick, and then she herself graduated to a rather luxury static caravan, I believe a big moment in her life. Her own uncle, I believe, was Alec Dowdles, a Celtic physio, and of course she had a passion for Celtic football club herself. I think this was very much shared by a new generation of the family too. In the last years of her life she became ill and was looked after at Georgia Park Care Home very well and of course that home was chosen because it was near uh, her own nephew, uh, Derek who's here and of course uh, Derek's parents managed her welfare and her care uh, from the home. I sense today that she lived a very simple life. She didn't really need very much in life, was content with what she had, and lived her life very quietly. Today, then, we pray for Catherine at the end of her life, and we know that God will grant her the eternal rest that she always prayed for throughout her life. We hear today at Mass that Jesus describes himself as the light of the world. And today we believe this, and we trust in it too, that he's the light that guides us here and now, and he is also the light that will guide us to our true destination.
come now to the offertory of today's Mass. I invite you to bring the offertory gifts and uh, the offertory will sing the offertory hymn. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures, may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, the resurrection of the dead. Through him the hosts of angels adore you, rejoice in your presence forever, May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. 
Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, for whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your Son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your, your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faiths. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, you may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days. That by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Please join in our final hymn, number 757, Be Not Afraid.